this. I'm really glad that you're being no straight. I know. How could you resist me? Right. Life is a river wherever it's flowing. Jump on a bus. Who knows where it's going? Stayed out all night, careless and carefree, together. Where is that girl? Is she long gone or missing? No, she's right here, because it's time for the 2012 reunion. You're listening to Pod of the Pops, the podcast for reliving and reloving pop culture. Series one, The Spice Girls. Solo careers. Welcome back to Pod of the Pops, the Spice Girls podcast that recounts their solo careers leading up to the 2019 reunion, reminding you of all the facts and musical knowledge that you never bothered to research for yourself. <laughs> That's why we're here. That's, well, more likely that everyone else on Twitter seems to know far more about it than me. <laughs> We're educating ourselves. Yeah. yeah, thank you for joining in. Uh, so this is a slightly special episode, as so many of them are, because the Spice Girls are messy in terms of reunion plans. Yeah. So this is just clearing up all the last minute reunion bits that never quite happened or did happen. Basically everything between 2007 to 2019 that we ain't already done. <laughs> all right? So strap it. <laughs> this is all those things that you probably thought I knew nothing about. <laughs> but I do. We do actually get a lot during this time. <laughs> Literally, yeah. once again, giving us everything. As always. So the first thing on my list is the Brits 2010. Mm -hmm. They win best British performance of the past 30 years. That's a very specific award, isn't it? Yeah, I think it, they were just, in 2010, they were celebrating 30 years of oh, the Brits. Right, right. right yeah. Rather than yes. they just chose a 30 year time period. And just yeah. like <laughs> because the artists from before then were, you know, you couldn't compete with them. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so we just cut it off at 30. <laughs> So there was, I think it was a big public vote. I they see. definitely had narrowed it down to a number of performances mm -hmm. and they were looking for the most iconic performance of the Brits, which they awarded to, of course, the 1997 performance of Who Do You Think You Are? I mean, it seems like a very uh, worthy winner, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. I do I know what the other... I can't remember what the other... I didn't bother to look up what the other ones were. Because, because... there's no point. <laughs> They won. <laughs> they they won. won. End of. This is the Spice Girls podcast, not the you didn't quite make it be <laughs> podcast. So Jerry and Melby attend to collect the award, mm -hmm. and they both look incredible. Jerry is going through that goddess phase where she had the long golden hair and she seemed to only wear white. Yes. And she never walked anywhere. She just floated. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember, I think I was at uni at the time. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was writing blog posts about things. I think I was writing a British thing. I just remember thinking, oh my God, she looked like laminated. She was just so <laughs> shiny and glowing. Yes. And I don't mean that in a shady, like plastic no, surgery no. way. No, she really did look glowing. It was all like yoga, wasn't it? Was she still doing yoga? I then? don't know. She's, she's made to be. Right? Oh, that stomach. She must be. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I, I mean... I did yoga one time and now I'm a size two. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Yeah. Melby also looked really good. She was also in white. And she mm. had like this... I was always confused by this haircut. It was the time when people had like half a shaved head and then yes. the really long yeah. hair. Yeah, quite like distinctive. Yeah, I just always thought, how is that going to grow back? I thought, I thought she looked sick, man. She looked really cool. They both looked great and they looked like they were having a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, Jerry was talking a lot. As always. Waiting for something to land. Yeah. And you could see Mel being a bit like, all right. But <laughs> like, it's, that, it's that friendly banter yeah, yeah. that they have and they collect the awards. Yes. It's, it's a really nice moment. And I suppose the last time, am I right in saying the last time they got an award at the Brits, Jerry was in the audience and did not come up on the stage to get the Lifetime Achievement Award with them. Yes, not Lifetime Achievement. Oh. It was called... Um, 
great achievement in music or something. It was, they oh. didn't call it a lifetime. Okay. It was outstanding. That's right. Achievement. Sorry. I yes. sound as but, good as. Yeah, as good as. Yeah. It's the award that they give when they want you to show up. I think One Direction got something similar to them. Yeah. They got the outstanding world Pink record got sales. it this year. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Actually. She was like the first non British person to get it. Which, like, congratulations to Pink. Like, she's obviously a very worthy person. Yeah. <laughs> But the first winner of that is a surprise. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not saying maybe I'm talking rubbish. No, I think anyway. you're right. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they wouldn't. So that you're right. That was the only. Well, they Jerry was nominated four times in total. I so see. She got a nomination in. She got two in 2000. And yeah. She got one in 2002. Mm-hmm. Mel C got a nomination and maybe a win in 2001. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they. But so no wonder she got up and chatted away. I mean, she was Jerry, but of course she did. But you know. And so... also that performance is very. Jerry went a long way to winning that. Yes. The, the yeah. iconic image of her in the Union Jack dress yeah. at an award called the Brit Awards. That it, she has to be the winner. It's, <laughs> it's Jerry's moment, in fairness. Oh. As well as everybody Do else. But yeah. But I don't mean it's only her moment. I'm just saying is that yeah. it's her moment. Yeah. It? It's iconic. Yeah. And all the imagery from that, you see those pictures still fly around, but they are. Literally iconic. Yeah. A word that's thrown around a lot these days. But mm-hmm. we really hear much from them as a group until the summer of 2012. <laughs> 2012 is a really big Spice Girl year. Yeah. Which is why it gets its own slightly separate episode. As ever with the Spice Girls, the world's worst kept secret. Yep. <laughs> I think people knew before the Olympics were invented, that, <laughs> that the Spice Girls would be performing at the ceremony. Yes. Although I I don't know whether I just really didn't want to miss it, mm. but I didn't know, I thought it was the opening ceremony. So what we're talking about is the London 2012 Olympics, yes. which was a huge deal over here in the UK. Yeah, yeah. I know we have a lot of listeners elsewhere. This is mm-hmm. a UK podcast. Yeah. It was, for the UK, it was our most successful event on record. We took 65 medals, which is more than we've taken since 1908. Amazing. It may not be a musical theatre gay. <laughs> <laughs> History <a> gay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also, it was it really made big stars at that moment. So Jessica Anne yeah. had a huge moment. It was a huge moment for Usain Bolt and yes. lots of other yeah. British artists in a lot Tom of... Tom Daly, maybe? Yeah, Tom Daly, I think he was already quite well known. Yes. But like lots of athletes in in fields that maybe people wouldn't mm. normally watch yes the, the country was behind it it was everywhere and there was a yeah. real thrive yeah people were genuinely feeling national pride and for british people that is not always the case and that is now long gone <laughs> exactly well you know we had it in 2012 never again but... yeah maybe <laughs> let's not link the two <laughs> But, but yeah, it, I could see why you f- would maybe worry that they might not have ma- made the Olympics because they didn't make uh, 2005's uh, Live I remember not believing they were going to perform, just thinking it was still rumours, until I saw them on the stage. Oh, I believed they were going to perform, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to miss it if yes. it was the opening ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to... I was in Birmingham for the opening ceremony and I went to watch it in like a square Mm -hmm. um, but they were playing it on this big screen but it was really quiet and there weren't lots of people around and I was in my Union Jack vest I was ready from New Look thank you Jerry Collection Um, (laughs) and I was like ready and I was with my friend Charlotte and it was so quiet and I was like we have to get this so I went and found like an organiser and I was like you must turn this up (laughs) I was really like, I don't know, keep my That's really there. unlike you. Just on Saturday night there, Aaron <sighs> was demanding the local village pub had a special shot called apple sours, <laughs> which is something we probably used to drink at about 17 or 18. I am in my 30s now. I can't handle Sambuca like I used to. Yes. I need a reasonable You need shot. nostalgia all the time. Yes. <laughs> uh, if you are looking for sponsorship opportunities, apple sours. <laughs> Apple sours to me is a very Spice Girls drink as well. Thank you. Know you. They have a colour for every girl. Exactly. I was being sporty as yes. I'm not a musical theatre gay. <laughs> <laughs> but the opening ceremony was very good. My fa- so I did watch it all. My favourite part was I loved it when like they were like it was trying to celebrate all things British, wasn't it? And yes. like one of the things they yeah. celebrated 
was the NHS. I loved it. The socialist in me was dying. Yeah, and they were like, and you just saw all these nurses wheeling out all these white beds and you were like, oh, that's where the beds are. Oh. <laughs> Not in the hospitals, guys. Uh, Tony cuts. But we did get, so it was the closing ceremony that yeah. the girls were performing at. Mm-hmm. Uh, where were you when you watched it, guys? I was actually living in London at the time, but... I, I mean, I was so busy with work, was the unfortunate thing was, I never got tickets to anything. Did you try? Did you get Tried, yeah, I tried to register, but um, I actually had my friend working at the Olympics and staying with me, and she was a first aider, and I was getting all these crazy tales of her antics, including getting off with an armed policeman and oh. some cupboard somewhere. She had some fun, There's great Olympics, yep. I mean, and she got to see, I think she got to see the closing ceremony and she said it was just, the atmosphere was incredible. I know a few of the aerialists. I wasn't doing aerial at the time or I'd only just started doing circus. Mm -hmm. I know a few of the aerialists that performed. I'm not sure whether that was the closing or opening, but Mm -hmm. they just said it was just an incredible experience. It was really like well run, they said, for artists. Yeah. I remember I was in my house watching it with my parents and I actually wrote a status about it on Facebook just saying how hot baby still looked. Wow. <laughs> you know, my girl crush. Yeah. You yeah. were not the only person. It was the, the Spice Girls performance was the most tweeted moment of the year. Okay. There were 116,000 tweets per minute. Wow. Just even more than our last podcast. <laughs> <laughs> only just... Uh, I watched. I was in Edinburgh. I was at the Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. And the BBC bubble had like a, a tent, so I was there. I think I was with Joe Lysett's parents actually, because like everyone's like rounding <laughs> together. And me and yes. our, our mutual friend Laura had gone, and we'd taken a picnic. Mm-hmm. So we were like, no one else had come prepared with a picnic, and it was long. Yes. So we were just sort of handing out crisps <laughs> and biscuits, I love probably it. apple sours. Um, <laughs> The little version. Yeah. We, yeah, so we had a great time. And I was obviously in my Union Jet vest. But because there'd been images that had come out like, in the week before of mm. the Spice Girls on black taxis or around black yeah. taxis, I know the minute, a ta- anytime a taxi appeared, I began screaming. <laughs> so if you were in Edinburgh Festival for this performance, I was the screaming guy that <laughs> <laughs> left the minute the Spice Girls finished. <laughs> So they were in the show that was entitled A Symphony of British Music. 23 million viewers in the UK, 750 million globally. That is an insane amount. You can't even comprehend the numbers. Yeah. Yes. You can see why Victoria's like, we can leave it at that. And why Mel C, yeah. you know, originally said, we can leave it at that. I mean, they still say to this day, that's probably the biggest thing we'll ever do. You could never. You can't do more than that. No. I mean, in interviews afterwards, they were saying they were still buzzing in high, weren't they? Yeah. It's just crazy. Well, they were apparently reluctant at first. Oh, really? They... Well, no, what you mean is a few members were reluctant at first. Um... Well, Mel B would have been like, hell yeah. Jerry would have been like, hell yeah. You're right, actually. I doubt Jerry took a lot of encouragement. Um, <laughs> Mel B at that time is getting back into me. Yeah, you're probably right. Those who were not. I, mean, I can't see Emma turning down an opportunity. No. Okay, yeah. so maybe Mel C and Victoria were relaxed. <laughs> well, apparently they believed the show was being staged at a minimal cost. Um, and they were worried about that and how it might right. look. I mean, if you think of Olympic events before and yeah. the UK's involvement, there were a lot of news stories coming out before the Olympics as well, especially mm. around security and how things have been organised. Yeah, mm. if there was, I remember the vibe before actually, because it was costing so much money and at least yeah. for, amongst Londoners, I remember that everybody was starting to get kind of resentful of it. Which was unfortunate, but kind of understandable because it started, you know, to play havoc with people's lives. But then once it started, that all that kind of bad vibes melted away, really. Yeah. 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 Well, the Spice Girls made it, but there were a lot of acts that did uh, turn it down. Oh, really? The Rolling Stones. Oh. Surprises me. David Bowie. Oh. The Sex Pistols. Kate Bush. And the Libertines. And turned it down. Right. I mean, Libertines. That's an I mean, interesting choice. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, Explains why Emily Sunday had to sing so many times. <laughs> I remember it being Emily Sunday's Olympics. I mean, I feel like, okay, I'm surprised at the Rolling Stones. I am not surprised at Kate Bush because, she, I mean, yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't love live. She she needs to be in control of everything. Uh, shout out any crossover Spice Girls Kate Bush fans. 
Um, oh, <laughs> me hundreds of screaming gays out there. Yeah. Uh, but what were the other ones? The Sex Pistols and David Bowie. Okay. Can I just say, there's no, there'll be no monetary payment for appearing, so that's why I know the other ones. Yeah, but, uh, also, but the boost to your record sales. Yes. Yeah. To your future and to your... But it's self-promotion at its best. Yeah. I suppose, right. Because potential... there was a bit of controversy with George Michael. Yeah. he performed and he went on and sang a a track from his new album and there was a bit of um, right. should have been the that. classic yeah. yeah but he's i think the defense was that song was about his fans and it was about how they'd helped him get through a really tough time right so mm-hmm. r.i.p yeah oh, so he had a reason there okay well the sex pistols i could have kind of imagined that potentially they would have been told that they would have needed to be um censored oh, okay so i can understand why they wouldn't yeah. have done it I mean, Bowie just—I guess—it just think, doesn't quite fancy it. Won't won't do it. But that's yeah. a shame. It would have been great. No, that is a real shame yeah, as well. That is, yeah. More room for Jesse J. <laughs> Who would <laughs> hot? Yeah. Well, they don't appear until twenty minutes in. It was a long twenty minutes. I was like, where are my girls? <laughs> but when they did appear, they nailed. It. So the I thought outfit-wise, mm-hmm. they really nailed it. They yes. took their characters and they updated them yeah. perfectly. Mm-hmm. I want to see some of this on the current tour. Yeah. I hope it's a similar vibe. So yeah. Victoria's in her classic little black dress, but it's got this long, high-fashion tail to yeah. it. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And her legs for days. I thought that might have been a bit hard to walk in, though. I, I mean, this is the woman who walks constantly in heels. But I mean, like, you know, could you get stuck under or... I think it was a risk on top of a taxi. I know. Like blowing so, away. I think uh, the entire thing was a risk. Of all the girls, she was most nervous on top of that taxi. Yeah. As soon as the looks, so then you had Emma, she was in this baby pink dress with the shoulders. Yeah. She looked incredible. Mm-hmm. Melcy had this up-to-date white jumpsuit that was sort of a nod to the tracksuit look yeah very sophisticated with a sleek pony yeah clever melby was in her as we mentioned in previous episodes and a unitard unitard yeah encrusted ever so slightly with a leopard print and then the homemade shoes that she I just loved it. Yeah. together. What is a unitard? Just like an all-over leotard. Uh-huh. So maybe unisexual is where it comes from. I might be using the word wrong. No, I think you're right. Thank yeah. you. Mm. Fashion. Um, <laughs> and then Jerry's in this updated version of the Union Jack dress, which is this little red dress with the, what would you call the back sort of bow bit? Uh, Union Jack flags almost. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it's a bit of a... Oh, it's a, it's like a bustle. Yeah, I was thinking bustle. Their taxis were individualised. Love it. So they start flashing. It was a big look. And they burst straight into Wannabe. Victoria's taxi's late. She nearly misses the lineup for Wannabe. <laughs> she gets there just in time. Yeah. My favourite gif, I've only just found them recently. <laughs> so when they're doing the rap for Wannabe. Yeah. Four of the girls are really jumping around, enjoying the oh, party. Victoria stands to one side and strikes her classic Victoria pose, just yes. slightly off to the side, which is perfect. It's exactly yes. what she should have done. The others are all jumping We're around. We're singing live. Well, there, there is a bit... I don't think her mic was switched on the whole time, but when they do, they go into Spice Up Your Life, um, she does... You can distinctly hear her voice saying, we moonwalk the foxtrot. Yes. Whether that's live vocals, oh. I don't know. But yeah. I like to think it was. Hmm. Although I can't see Victoria being like, yes, please, let me sing, whilst <laughs> clinging onto the top of a taxi for and dear she, life, she while I'm hurtled yes. around <laughs> the Olympic Stadium. <laughs> I would not. not, I would forgive her for no live vocals. On I that. would forgive the click tracks, I have to say. <laughs> The taxi thing is a brilliant move. I think it's great, but risk. Because most of them were in heels. I think maybe Mel C wasn't. You couldn't see through the trousers. Yeah. I mean, it's brave, isn't it? It is brave. They weren't strapped in. They just had a little bar to hold on to. When I saw that, I was like, did somebody think this through? Well, there's two people stood behind them. But you see right in here, I've watched it a few times. There's two people jump on the back of the taxi. But Mm. what good they're going to do if Victoria goes flying? (laughs) Yeah. She only weighs about £4 wet through. She's going straight (laughs) into the audience. 
Oh, and Jerry didn't want to hold on. You can, she's like, you know, when you get on a roller coaster, yeah, and you're, you're trying to have your hands in the air. That's how Jerry imagined she was going to play that. Yes. Yeah. Right at the end, Victoria is. There's another gift. She does get a rough ride out of the gifts of this. There is um, the taxi moves and she's not expecting it and she's not holding on because she's struck her arm in the air pose yes. and she has to quickly grab it. Oh. Anyway, it's a great three second loop. <laughs> And throughout the next things that all you can hear in Victoria's head is, get me off of this taxi. <laughs> this dress is dry clean only, Melanie. <laughs> She's not. She was not loving that taxi moment. No. At all. No. no. But news, news stories said that Victoria was not very happy around the point. She was really, she had really bad stage fright. Right. She'd, up until just like moments before the other girls were having to cajole her and really calm her down and say, you know, you look fan- you look incredible. That's all you have to do is walk out there and, and just be you. Yes. And I think, I think it took a lot to get her there. Yeah. And I think you can see that on her. And, you know, with the other girls, it's not as obvious. I think they do have that real showbiz presence. Yeah. But I think the taxis were also a good idea because it did take away from the dancing. You know, Victoria's a great dancer or was a great dancer yeah. back in the day. I don't know how confident she is now, but it mm. was quite a good way of getting them all, you know, put on a great show, but minimal dancing. I mean, by yeah. 2012, Victoria wouldn't performed on stage musically yes. for yeah. the best part of a decade yeah, eight no. nine years yeah and she just she was a great well, dancer of all the dancers though. she probably did the 2007 oh that's true yeah yeah but but yeah i know what you mean it's you can get rusty really quickly yeah absolutely uh, so i mean fair play to her for yeah you know pulling out the bag and it could have gone it could have gone very badly there could have been some horrible injury like well, it was yeah. risky Victoria does also get a second moment in this closing ceremony. She had a dress appear in the fashion section, which was worn by Georgia May Jagger. Lovely. Victoria Beckham's Olympics. Yeah. By the point of the Olympics 2012, we had already had an announcement of a new musical in the works for the girls. So in June 2012, the five girls reunited on the St Pancras Renaissance London Hotel, where 16 years previously they had filmed the video for Wannabe. On those famous steps. Mm-hmm. And they announced that there would be a jukebox musical from the back catalogue with a book written by Jennifer Saunders and production by Judy Kramer. Now, when I heard this dream team lineup, yep. all I, women, maybe act. Yeah, mm-hmm. all women. Yep. And Jennifer Saunders, huge success in so much comedy writing and in writing for different kinds of arts as well. Very funny. And then Judy Kramer is... Intricately linked to the Spice Girls yes, as well. So as she well. appeared yes. in the Who Do You Think We You Are video. She'd appeared in Spice World, the movie. Yep. Obviously, we've talked before about Emma appearing in Ab Fab. Mm-hmm. They, so they Jennifer Saunders is a huge back. American crossover as well. So yes. Ab Fab was big in the States. It yep. was a global success. Yeah. So they, their paths have sort of weaved in between yes. lots of times. Yeah. So it made lots of sense, this hiding. Uh, there was no one but else. Nobody else. And um, Judy Kramer, I've been a big fan of hers for a long time. She's a really smart person, so hugely she's successful. Her, the biggest success that we know her for is she was the producer for Mamma Mia, which mm-hmm. is also another jukebox musical based on a pop band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the right choice of people. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. all going so well. Yeah. Well, with Judy Kramer, they reportedly, Jerry and Emma took her to lunch and begged her to, to be part of it. She wasn't sure at first. Right. And yeah. they said, you know, look, you're the only person for this. Mm-hmm. And she sat down and listened to the music. Mm-hmm. And she thought, yeah, I think this is this is the right thing. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it opens in London's West End at the Piccadilly Theatre in December of the same year. Before we talk about the show, can we talk about the opening night? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Victoria but, nearly didn't make it. She didn't walk the red carpet with the other girls. She did not. But I remember really a lot of people commented on this. Yes. She walked it with her family. So it did come across as shady at the time. Yeah. yeah. Particularly because the other girls were all very dressed up. They were in, they yes. looked great. Yeah. Jerry had gone the mostest. She was in this pale china blue ball gown dress it was huge at the bottom yes. very reminiscent of the dress 
she wore when she sang at Prince Charles's birthday. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Her yeah. first stepping out. That was my first thing I thought. Mm. And they all were wearing a one colour dress. I wonder whether that was something they said. Yeah. 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 Would be matching. Mm-hmm. Whereas Victoria is in a casual shirt and tailored trousers. She's bl- in, jacket in black, right? Is it black? Yeah, I think you would describe it as navy, okay. but I would describe <laughs> it as black. <laughs> but okay, she's wearing a dark colour. I remember being so excited seeing it months before on the tube. All of the the poster was mm. it was quite a fresh design. It was a girl and like standing in a, a kind of abstract design of a girl like with her arms in triumph over the Union Jack. Yeah, and it you know really hitting it, home that Union Jack vibe. Yeah, it was so fresh at the end. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jerry um, designed it with the help of Next. <laughs> yeah, uh, and. The fact that they all actually had come up with the plan of wearing all those colours and had and did stick to that plan going to the uh, premiere. Yeah. It looked great. I, I haven't found anything that suggested it. I wonder if Victoria was late, like something else had happened. She'd been delayed. So Maybe. she'd planned to walk the red carpet with them. Yeah. And she'd planned to wear a different dress, probably black. Mm. And something had happened and she'd not been able to. Well, that could I don't happen. think so. You you think that was a choice? Yeah, I think that was a choice. I think she's been very vocal that the Olympics was the last time she will perform. And I don't I don't mean that they won't hang out because obviously they have hung out since. Mm. But I think I think her family are definitely her safety blanket. And I think yeah. she does feel uncomfortable around some of the girls. And she wanted to make the statement, I'm not a Spice Girl, I'm a Beckham. Yeah. There's also the thing of mm. how much inter... How much involvement did she have in the musical compared to the other girls? She appears in the documentary mm. right in a minute. Yeah. She, although we don't see a lot of her involved in the rehearsals yes. and things there. Yeah. But, you know, she just... Mm. She was supportive of it. She but... appeared at the launch. Yeah. She mm-hmm. spoke about it yeah. during that time. Yeah. And she's very supportive of everything the Spice Girls do. I mean, of if you think about the publicity that's happening now. Yeah. In 2019 and the interview she's doing, she's very... Yes. Supportive Spice. Yeah. I did go. You did. I went with some friends. So, so I went to previews. So uh-huh. I went before the launch. So you didn't yeah. pay? I did pay. <laughs> but it was in just press. good money, but it was the week leading up. Okay. And so at that point, for those of you that may not know, in preview sessions, often thing, little last minute changes are yeah. happening. Um, often there'll be rehearsal during the day. So after a preview, uh, the director will assess, and there, yeah, there might be little changes here and there. Changes. Yes. So did you read the reviews before you went? No. So you were went in blind. Because so there would have not been a press night yet. No. There is press night after previews. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's good. You went in with fresh eyes. I did. Yes. Um, Thoughts. So I was super excited. Yeah. This was making up for the fact I didn't get to go to the 2007 reunion concert. I was like, this is my chance. Yeah. I was hoping there might be a Spice Girl in the audience. Either way, there I was in my Union Jack vest. I got my money's worth out of that bad boy. What's your dressy? Well, it was sold out, I think. I had on my platform trainers. I had my little bottle of wine <laughs> in my bag. Amazing. It was very middle class middle-aged middle-mooded as you know i am not a musical theater gay so i don't know what the audience usually like at these things but i thought it would i i definitely went in there feeling like the most well the most like leveled up leveled up, leveled up yeah and then having to like feeling like turning it down like i couldn't be too cray right like no one else was dressed up because I, I, I thought it would be there would be people dressed up but that vibe wasn't really there it wasn't right. pipe pipe party yeah so that was the first thing I would say. Mm. I, I imagine that in preview see, season, it's kind of people who would go are um, local theatre goers, um, regular theatre goers, because they want to, to know what's right. happening with it. And, okay. and maybe that they understand what previews mean, really, I guess. You're not well, going to get... I just felt it meant, like, in chances it's slightly cheaper. Yeah, there's so there is an element of that. But I think... Hen parties and stuff going to it, that's not going to really kick in until after press. It felt like a mum and your audience. I felt like some of it was weak. Yes. And I really wanted it to be good. I really wanted it to be good. Oh, you would out of everyone. Yeah. 
And I felt they dealt with the songs really well. Mm-hmm. I felt they dealt with the songs really well. And I felt that they had a really good mix of the songs. Mm-hmm. So they used album tracks and some solo stuff. Although I believe that changed around a little bit as well. Yeah. And I thought that was really strong because mm-hmm. it's a nod. You've got all of the hits in there. Yeah. And then there's also a nod to the fans that who would know this song. And I like being at somewhere where I know a song that maybe everyone doesn't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then that's nice if you're in, you're new to it because then you're hearing a new song that maybe yeah. you didn't know and mm-hmm. you, you can rediscover. I thought that was really well. And they did some nice mixes. Yeah. Like they mixed headlines with Mama, I think it was. Right. And they, they overlaid two songs and it was really nice. And they headlines? They did, yeah. That's, that really surprises they, me. They did it twice. Oh. Well, when I saw it, I think it had a, but right. they changed the songs because they didn't yeah. of course. So um, the arrangements are different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I remember seeing a clip where it was the, it was like the, was it the music executive who's singing Who Do You Think You Are towards the main character. Yeah. And I remember, I always like seeing an old song in a new context. So it yeah. just brought, I remember seeing in the, in the documentary of, and seeing that clip being like that's really clever i really like that that was one of the nicest interludes into a song right yeah they weren't always like that so the music i thought was handled really well there was some really nice stuff in there the acting was very good the dancing was good i hate saying it but you're gonna the story was weak right yeah i i really feel it falls down to the book yeah could you give us a quick sort yeah. of, because it has changed since we watched the programme. Yeah, oh. so the story is about, it's it's an X Factor style show. So it's yeah. all based yeah. around this X Factor journey, which in 2012 already felt weak and dated. Yeah. yeah. I didn't need it. It's like, it's a story we've already heard. Yeah. yeah. And then also it's centred around all girls that start off together auditioning as a group. Mm. Um, and as they progress through the stages, they're told three of them aren't strong enough. Mm. And one of them... Viva, the lead character. Victoria. She goes, <laughs> she goes through without them. And so it's this, she leaves her friends and then there's this yeah. journey of her coming back to her friends and only wanting to perform with her friends. But there's some other complicated stories going on. Like she yeah. has this weird, this Viva girl has this weird birth mother storyline. So she's adopted, which is really nice and interesting. But there's this sort of undercurrent that suggests that the Sharon Osbourne judge type is her real mum because this judge had given up a child, but that never comes out. What? I don't know if I was reading too much into it. Wow. Why would they include those? Spoiler alert. Why would they include those details? Because I they... saw a preview. I don't know whether they were taking things out or they hadn't finished typing yeah, things like that. Wasn't quite a and that wouldn't have been in the story. reviews. Right. If that is the case, it's pretty obvious anyway. Mm. She also ends up in Spain at some point. I guess I think it was judges' houses, and there's this. She falls in love a bit, and it just felt unnecessary. Yeah. But the thing that got me the most was. This is the Spice Girl story, and it's about friendship, and it sucked enough that Jerry left. Yes. So if you're not telling that story, please don't tell a story of four girls, and then one of them leaves. Like, if you want to tell the story of girl power, you've done it the wrong way around. Yeah. It should have been about four girls that enter a process, yeah. and then are told, we don't know if you're strong enough on your own, can you try and make it work as a group? That makes so much more sense. Of course, it, I don't know how yeah. no one saw this. Unless yeah. they had that idea and they were told, you know, it hadn't, it, that was too close to the original. Well, if you bear in mind, this is a year, it was only a year earlier, Little Mix had been put together as a winning group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who were then going on to, like, it just feels so much more current and yeah. relevant. Yeah. I mean, it just, the overall storyline just sounds so damn predictable. I mean, you have to really, all the elements have to be performing extra good to compensate for a bit like that the saving grace of it was it was funny right okay. so it was very it was very jennifer saunders funny so yeah it was very like, current and uh, pop mm. entertainment that mm. sort of slightly sarky and some of the characters were really funny like the adopted mum was very funny yeah there was some great zingers yeah good <laughs> so i had spent i really like jennifer saunders i'm saying at the top i think she's very important to British comedy. She's achieved an awful lot. Absolutely. Yeah. I spent a lot of time working on Jennifer Saunders' pieces. I spent a lot of time working with some absolutely fabulous stuff. As a result, I know the way she works a little bit, not from working with her, but yeah. from looking yeah. at her work. And so, rumour has it, 
none of the scripts for Absolutely Fabulous were finished by the time they started recording, by the time they were on set. I see. She works in a very... Um, Ad hoc, almost. Improvisy way, yeah. I'd say. She works with actors and actresses. Yeah. She works with, with the people. And yeah. that will come from her, a lot of the time, working in partnerships. Yeah. And I... This was the first time she'd written for the theatre in this way. Certainly the first time she'd written a musical. Right. I don't know whether she was a support, supportive enough in that process. Yeah. And whether, you know, she had this script that relies on yeah. her way of working, which is incorporating other people and working, yeah. and whether that had the time to get up there. That's like, a real, it's a real shame. I would have personally have loved to have seen a musical about, like you said, about the girls and their mm. journey. But I would have liked to have seen it in maybe 10 years. I just feel like when they were still current, as in they were still performing, it would have been nice to have something to look back on when they were in retirement. Maybe like a bit of a big reunion style story. Oh, like how you deal with Aaron, it afterwards. No, 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 no. I can see that. Oh, guys, Erin has got me right into big reunion. Even though it was out in like 2014, <laughs> I can't get enough right now. I mentioned it in an earlier episode. She'd never seen it. And I meant she watch it. Justice for... Girl thing. No. Lindsay. Oh, justice for Lindsay with a Z. <laughs> so I think perhaps there wasn't enough rehearsal time scheduled. It sounds like the development process, maybe there just wasn't enough time for, or maybe as you say, Jennifer was not used to devising a story with people in a rehearsal room. Yeah. And so, and that's maybe where it fell down. I, I feel like what would probably been better if it was a collaboration between Jennifer and a much more experienced playwright. Yeah, I don't even know if it's that, because I think what's unfortunate, and I'm going to read the reviews in a minute, is that things do fall at Jennifer Saunders' door. And I think that might be slightly harsh. Yeah. Although I do think it falls down to the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I think you can support that process. There's so many more other people in play that yeah. have been going... You know, months in advance, I feel like we might need to mm. pick this up or, you know, you have notes going but through. But maybe it yeah. is her status, you know, if she's a very well-known writer for sitcoms, yeah. you know, maybe Perhaps people are thinking, right. you know, they're putting on a pedestal say, almost. Yeah. And I think writing a sitcom compared, you know, a series or a story for that compared yeah. to writing a play, you know, I don't mm. have much experience, but I reckon they're probably completely different trends. Because she's written a Because, you know, with a sitcom, you can say, you know, cut, let's try it this way. But, yeah. you know, live theatre is, you know, that. It's yeah. live and it's raw and it's in front of you. Yeah. And you've got to be, you know, uh, and you've also, got to know the game. Yeah, what works on somebody's TV screen does not necessarily work in front of a live audience yeah. playing every night. There has to be a complete journey in a musical. Definitely. That's what people go for. There was a there was a journey. Yeah, was but a was there enough to spend? <laughs> but, but like it sounds to me like it was a journey, but it was like you knew the destination before it even begun. I think not quite, but yeah, that's fair, but not fair. I think it could have recovered story wise mm-hmm. with a bit of time, yeah. and I think it would have just got stronger. But what was the ending? Well, the reviews were savage. Oof. And what really killed Viva Forever with an exclamation mark, I bet that was Victoria's input, she loves an exclamation mark, <laughs> is that the reviews were universally savage. Yeah. And they destroyed it. So and that's tel- what stopped me from going, I'll be honest. Right? The Telegraph said, I'll tell you what I wanted, what I really, really <laughs> wanted. I wanted this terrible show to stop. Oh. I shall not dwell on the part on... <laughs> I shall not dwell on the plot because, goodness knows, Jennifer Saunders, it's right, but certainly hasn't done. Viva Forever marks the West End coming to an unequivocal dead end. Wow. The Guardian said, the real problem is the songs. For one thing, there aren't enough memorable hits in a career that lasted for three albums to support two hours of theatre. I, I really disagree with that, but uh, yeah. Well, that's the tone all the way through, really. Yeah. Bad script, lack of experience in Saunders, and not enough hits to carry the show. Right. gloomy story I wonder if that was all men writing that it'd be interesting to hear a review from someone of our age in that era yeah because you know we are slightly biased let's be honest we love the whole Spice Girls and the girl power and you can still remember that excitement in your stomach but you know if you're maybe like an older gentleman that you know wasn't involved in that process maybe it is a different reaction yeah. I definitely enjoyed it I mean I enjoyed it I definitely enjoyed yeah. it it was definitely good it was not that bad. There no. was there was not that bad. 
Yeah. At all. But then I suppose they're comparing it to, you know, Lion King, Billy Elliot, all the West End shows. Yes, yeah. That's maybe it shouldn't have gone. Maybe if they'd started in small if they'd yeah. started smaller mm. and built up. Yeah. Well it yeah. makes you wonder about this proposed Britney musical. So Ooh. there is a proposed Broadway musical. I think it's going straight to Broadway as well. Right. Which is Is it uh, Domination? <laughs> no. Um Oh, do you know what it's called? It's something about Baby One More Time. Yeah, it's, um, it's Once a... Upon a Time. Okay. Maybe Once Upon a Time. Like, so it's like five Disney princesses get what? together and they think there's more to life than Happily Ever After or something. Okay. Happily Ever After, One More Time. Right. Something like that, some pun. Right. Yeah. But it makes you wonder, oh, I hope they've learned the lessons of other yeah. musicals. Yes. But, you know, yeah. maybe in America they might be less harsh. Yeah, because you know, there is that real fun element whilst over here West End plays, you know, are pretty serious and yes and no. Um, but I I see what you mean. Yeah, like an American might are much quicker to get mm. up and more forgiving. More forgiving they are. Yeah. There was also so much expectation because this yeah. is around the time when Mamma Mia just exploded movie wise. Yeah. yeah. So going into this musical. It, all the press around it is saying this is the girls' legacy. This is their retirement fund. This yeah. is them, you know, something that really lasts for years, solidifying their their status as a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, they were talking movie before <laughs> before the script had even been started. Yeah, yeah. Now, I remember, and maybe I am harsh towards Jennifer Saunders because I did spend a lot of time trying to email her in advance of this musical for a role <laughs> but I didn't know her contact details so I literally tried every possible combination of Jennifer Saunders at gmail hotmail hello oh, at jsaunders she's probably not even got one of those ones I, lit- <laughs> I must have con- made hundreds of combinations of emails <laughs> to try and get a role in Viva Forever oh, and then even when I was watching it there was like one character that I felt like I could nail that and I was yeah. thinking when the movie comes out I'll be big enough. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say I caused this, but if you'd put me in it, I could have saved this. Do you know what? Maybe um, Victoria is a bit smarter than what we might have thought about this. Maybe she didn't have a good feeling about this musical mm. and her going with her family and maybe, you she know, shying away. Herself. No, she is a very smart woman that makes good business choices. And, yeah. you know, maybe she could see. You know, even by going to rehearsals or seeing some of the footage, mm, this isn't going the way that I want it to be. Mm. I don't think she would have let it go that far. No. We do but, think, would yeah. she have had that power to have said stop? Stop. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, how much influence did Spice Girls have on it, really? I don't know. I mean, it was Emma and Jerry leading it, right? I wouldn't... Uh, I mean, that was the. I don't know how much they had. That, that, I think they were more involved as a pair. Emma, Emma said. I mean, it seemed very much like Emma was one of the leaders of it. She was the one that said went to was Jennifer. I, I feel like I remember from the documentary. She she went with the idea of this is something we should do, like a proposal. Yeah, so it, it did like come from them initially. The whole like concept of doing it yeah but then obviously it kind of a lot the thing about theater making is that something you have hundreds of people involved and especially a musical mm. it's like a film you just have hundreds of people involved and it can get taken away from you it's the fact that there's so many people involved so many cooks of the pot that it can get muddied very easily well we do get a documentary and that's always a nice takeaway. And it's a good one. It is. Spice Girls Story, yep. Viva Forever, exclamation mark. Thanks, Victoria. <laughs> it was another Christmas treat. My family left me in a room with a bottle of wine to enjoy. Dangerous. <laughs> the Twitchins are generous when it comes to a Spice Girls well, they, documentary. They know how important it is to you. They just hate it. Um, <laughs> and it's a good documentary. There's And there's this really heartwarming moment that we've discussed before when Jerry is listening to their interpretation of goodbye yeah it feels quite cathartic yeah Um, all of the past is gone and it's just sort of mutual respect for each other and yeah it's a shame that it didn't get to just tell their story yeah never mind the pain or the aggravation you know there's a better way for you and me Father Rainbow in every 
I feel about the Spice Girls is they're kind of rich in themes. The fact that friendship was something that they wrote their songs about and that obviously as five women together and going through this incredible experience of being famous, that, that friendship was incredibly important and friendship was forever. I'm interested in the dynamics of friendship because I think women and friendship, you know, means different things, rivalry, envy, at the same time, a kind of support system. So that very much interested me. What would happen in any group of friends if suddenly one was missing? Announced on the second of May that the show was to close after only eight, after only seven months, with a loss of five million. Ooh, I don't know who takes that hit. Presumably, you have investors and yeah, it's spread. Yeah. So that's a a big blow. It's a it's a disappointment. I don't think it's any one person's blame. No, I no. think there would have been lots of opportunities to. Uh, salvage it and I think had the reviews not been so critical it would, it have, would have done yeah. I think it would have bounced because yeah. it does have you know it sounds like the perfect thing that lots of hen parties um, lots of people of our generation would go see on a weekend night you know and it's not like a movie where you just pop in and give it a chance and then you'd hear from word of mouth yeah. that's not as bad as that yeah. this is a big thing like it was yeah. in London you have to travel down you get a hotel room you eat, you know, mm-hmm. like this is a big, it's, it's an event. And, go. Yeah. and if you're putting that much investment into something, it has to, you have to want, know it's going to be amazing. Yeah. So that's why reviews like that up. are, is, yeah. it just kill it. Yeah. Mm. Such a shame. Such mm. a shame. Because I think, it, I really do think it could have been saved. It, it is a kind of regret of mine that I, because I was living in London at the time and I kept debating with myself, oh, just go see it. Because I knew after the reviews came out, I knew there were tickets. But I think the reason I never went is I, and you know, ticked, on paper, it ticked all the boxes for me. But I think after I'd heard how supposedly bad it was, I was like, that's going to kill my childhood. And I don't want to do that to myself. Okay. So, Jennifer Saunders, I forgive you. I now blame Lauren. (laughs) Jeez, for a thing, for a play that's not about the Spice Girls' actual wives. That's quite a statement, Lauren. I know, right? Killing childhood dreams. Give me what I'm needing. You know what I'm dreaming of. You want to review, share and love our podcast thing. Sounds like you're hypnotising them. I think I want to wear shit. You know what I don't want to hear the time I can't work out how you say it without singing it. <laughs> well, from one hot mess to another. In <laughs> July 2016, we get the beginnings of Gem. <laughs> It's coming up to the 21st anniversary of Wannabe. Wow. Which apparently is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, it made me feel really old. It made definitely feel old. I didn't know we yeah. always celebrated the 21st of songs. Apparently we do. It's their coming page. They yeah. can finally drink in America. <laughs> there is a website launched with a video stating that three of the girls will be doing something for the 20th anniversary of Wannabe. Let's have a watch of the video. We've been thinking, we have the best fans in the whole entire world. You've stood by us for 20 years, and we want to say a big thank you. We've had our ups and downs, but you've always been there. And we want to celebrate and have a party. And when we do, you're you're all invited! invited! 
Thank you. Thank you so much. So that is the launch video. This is very notable as a launch video because it's the first time that Bluebell was given charge of promotion. For Jerry. <laughs> no, no shade to Bluebell, but I feel like it's something that it looks like high school students it need was, as a project. It was done very quickly, wasn't it? It all looked yeah. like a shot on mobile. Jerry's yes. got to work the angles better. <laughs> yeah. And the other two nice backgrounds and then... You know. Jerry's is very oh. big. It's budget. It is budget. It's also accompanied by some photos. I feel like there was a clip, but I can't find it just yet, where the three of them are in bed together and they've got party hats on. Yeah. And that is the reason why we shot our promo video <laughs> in bed together. It was a niche reference, guys. On as low budget as humanly possible. <laughs> I think it was on a better budget than there. <laughs> It's not just because we have terrible lighting in Karen's house. It's because we were replicating the gem video. Exactly. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but they launched this website and there's, you know, they're saying we've got the best fans and we're going to do something. So that's nice. I think that's a good... That's a nice vibe. Yeah. ...behind it. Yeah. So we're led to believe it's called Gem because that is the name of the website. Later, Melanie B goes on to say, it was never called Gem. Why are people calling it Gem? It's the newspapers. They're calling it Gem. I mean, yes, that's what we've named the website. That doesn't mean that's what it's called. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Notable things. In the picture where they're all in bed and they're wearing party hats, Mel B is wearing two party hats. <sighs> Wondering for me whether there was going to be four of them and a fourth didn't turn up on the day. Nah, nah, I don't think so. They would know Victoria was out, and I think Mel C would be like, "Oh, Mel, uh, yeah, Mel B was just was she trying to do like double runs of party hats?" Or maybe, maybe I she's just having fun. Maybe because the news you're about to tell us, maybe she knew something. You know, there was another member as Jenny. Oh no! <laughs> so they don't say what is happening. That's literally all we get is that message. And then in interviews when they're asked, they're saying something is coming. Yeah, we're working mm -hmm. up plans for a number of members. Yeah. We're really specific about who it is. Yeah. But it's highly speculated there will be a gig in Hyde Park the following summer. Hyde Park, wow. Yeah. There'll be a one-off big celebration gig in Hyde Park. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it was probably, there was probably a penciled in the diary for Hyde yes. Park. Yeah. Spice Girls. Yeah, contact Bluebell. <laughs> and the girls were trying to get as many of them yeah. on board as possible. Yeah. And I, th I think that's what it was down to. Can we convince mm. Mel C and Victoria to do it? Melby has subsequently confirmed that, that there was a gig, but oh, I never know what to believe with her because cause mm. she said herself, sometimes she puts stuff out there yes. in the hope it will come. She's read The Secret. Yeah. And she's using our karmic vibe yeah. to bring what she wants to her. Yeah, to fruition in the world. Right. Whatever. I I read The Secret, and I think The Secret is charging $16.99 for a 30-page book that's mostly pictures. <laughs> or go to your library. Go <laughs> to your library. At South Lanarkshire Libraries, thank you very much. That was a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> well, what we do get in the November is we get a leak of a single from the three song for her so that's all for Victoria and Mel C <laughs> would you like to listen sure it should be called song for hers <laughs> kids are laughing it's four in the morning can't help smiling can't help yawning ladder in my tights that I think I'll be climbing forever my head's in the days, but the caffeine is fixing. Chasing the clock, but I can't stop it ticking. Nobody knows, but I'm barely just keeping it together.
I'm gonna come out straight off the bat and say, I mean, when I first heard it, I thought, oh dear God, it sounded cheap. But let's remember this is a leaked demo. Yes. It's very raw. Yeah. Raw or is that just Jen Sink? Oh. <laughs> I did not go for that. I think it's brave to have her as the second vocalist. Yeah. But I wonder whether she was just laying down a demo track for Mel C. I would just yeah. like to say, imagine Mel C on that, it will pop. I'm not going to lie, I was waiting for Mel C to come in, and then I kept being like, wait, she, oh no, she'll come in. Guys, I was waiting for Victoria. Oh. oh, she would kill the line. Jump on a bus, who knows where it's going. <laughs> and she'd be like, jump on this Space Girls bus, so don't go on yeah. any other bus. I have to say, that is actually my highlight of the Spice uh, Girls movie, is when she drives that bus. Oh. In those heels. Bloody like, Sunday like, drivers! It's only Saturday. <laughs> I love that. I love oh, that yeah. um, uh, I think this song is really nice. It's got a good popping chorus. Oh, that chorus comes in. Yes, it does. And it's a light is in the air moment. It is. Yeah, swing. It yeah. is a song for her. It is. And I think they've taken a real nice touch here. So they've gone. Where is the woman that bought our singles before? She is now a woman. Or. A gay man. <laughs> where is where is the person, the people power that was buying our records? What's happening in their lives now? They've advanced, you know, they've got things going on, they're busy, they're, they're doing buses. stuff. Yeah. And they've tried to write for that experience. And I yes. think, you know, obviously it needs some work. Yeah. Um I love all of the mixed references. First it's like life is a river and it's flowing and then it's like they're on a bus and my favourite is lads are in my tights that I think are declining forever yeah okay <laughs> okay it's not perfect guys <laughs> oh, careless days. and carefree are those not the same thing yes they are the same thing but you know they're spinning their drop and they're brushing their dressing you know they're talking about being mothers and it's it's nice to have a song written for her I mean That's this song true. will pass the vegetable test Yes. If there was a vegetable test for songs, this would pass it. Damn well should be. Let's well, make of, it. All of the Spice Girls would pass, I feel like. Not as solo artists. Um, no. Okay, yeah. I would argue, and then it's this is nice in verse two, you know, it's about that girl being a bit lost, you know, she's like, where is that girl? Is she long gone or missing? Can I bring her back? There she is, she's in the mirror. She's shouting like, I've been here forever, you just forgot about me. And it's a bit yeah. about self-care, you know? Yeah. And they, when they get back together, they're finding it. I think it's one of the best things that Jerry's written on in a long time. Have they written this? Do we know that for sure? Well, yes. So it gets leaked and it's, it's you know, the rumor, this is the new single from Jem. Mm -hmm. This is what's going to be their, their lead single. They're yeah. working on new music. They're going to do this. Yeah. Emma in the July afterwards explains on her radio show Heart FM the place for all the hot tea and she says you know us girls we love creating stuff in the studio we went in we just had a laugh it's not single it's just us creating it's a demo and somehow it's just got out there yeah it's definitely better than headlines I have to say it's a hundred times better. oh yeah they should have probably have done something similar and like that instead of headlines I have newfound love for headlines so <laughs> I don't enjoy this hot take on it Jackets friendship never ends Yes, open brackets, close brackets. <laughs> yeah, oh, I I agree with you that I think this could have been a bigger bop. It's a it's a bit more of a banger, and that's what I always say you want. But it's a low key banger. I can hear this on radio too. Yeah, I mean it's obviously not radio one, but they'll play it on heart, and that's why I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> and I can I found myself singing it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, maybe it just needs a remix. Do you know what I mean? Can Melzi not get on board and call up Hex Hexer? Maybe we can have the second Grammy. Yes. Are the Freemasons busy these days? No. <laughs> can we just get them on board? Could this be that Diplo hit for the summer? Oh my God, yes. They I did can, say I an old song. That. They didn't say what. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing that. All I can hear is like uh, Mel C doing all like the extra, you know, vocal gymnastics of the top of it. Hardcore beat kicking in. I could be into it. Yeah. Mel yeah. C would kill that. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Oh, Jerry. <laughs> After that, the whole thing just, oh, it just got so messy. Yeah. So there were some rumours at the time that they would perform on the X Factor final that year. And that would be where they announced this Hyde Park gig. They'd do this big announcement. 
either as Jem or as the Spice Girls. We didn't know how many people it would be. Mm. That sort of makes sense. There's a lot of the girls have been judges on the X Factor. Yeah. yeah. Sort of all times Yeah. That didn't happen. But that is the same week that Nelsie and Victoria duetted together on Two Become One. Oh. Little known video footage. So it was the Beckham's New Year's Eve party. Nelsie's promoting her version of me album that year which yeah. is why she said she didn't get involved with Jem it just wasn't a good time for her yeah fair enough so Melcy is performing at the Beckham's New Year's Eve party mm-hmm. the other girls are not there right I guess they might got lost in the post or something ooh and during Melcy singing To Become One everyone convinces Victoria to get up on stage and they have their arms around each other and Victoria sways and they call it karaoke on YouTube but it really isn't that's what I predict Victoria will do in this tour as well. That level of involvement. She's going to come on and sweet a bit. Yeah. I would be surprised if she didn't at one point during the series of tours do it. Mm. And then there was that whole thing where now we're saying they're not called Gem, they're still the Spice Girls. And then there's a thing back and forth where Nelson and Victoria are saying they're not the Spice Girls without at least one more of us. Yeah. Oh, I'm not letting them have... And then how much of that was the press taking it saying... Yeah. I mean, there were stories at one point where it was saying Victoria will not let them perform oh. the songs without her. And she will take them to court and sue and all that. Can she? Well, they have joint ownership. I mean, she wasn't there for one of you. But they, that's a legal dispute because they are listed as joint songwriters. I think they have joint ownership of the songs. Yeah. I don't, I think, to me that sounds like the press very much just kind of making up potential ideas about it. I don't, that doesn't sound like Victoria. Um, I'd I'd be really surprised if that's not. I think maybe they would have had a conversation where she said like, Really, yeah, yeah, I could say that she might have a, a conversation kind of like saying, guys, really, like, there's only three. Is this you. good for the brand? In yes, the long run? yes, because she's all about the brand. She's all about the brand. Because the Spice Girls still make a lot of money as a brand. As yeah. a brand, yeah. yeah. So I think there would have been concerns around that. It's yeah. definitely not a see you in court. No. <laughs> this isn't a Taylor Swift moment. Definitely not. But this whole gem thing really smacks of. Sugar Babes MKS. It's mm. messy and generally don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And all we really want is the album. Yeah. And for MKS to release that album, thank you. <laughs> Honestly, get on the, the leaked one. Though. I've, I've seen YouTube. it, I've listened to it on YouTube, but I'd love them to just polish it up. It's fab. And then that's pretty much the end of what we hear until 2018 when we get the picture of them together. Obviously, there's stories every other week. Mm-hmm. Spice Girls are rarely out of the yeah. press in that terms. We get some leaked demos that aren't Song for Her Gem ones. There's some early demos from the more, whether a bit more R&B, eternal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, if I find time, I will throw the link up on Twitter for you. Yeah. But you probably already heard them because our fans are pretty dedicated. Yeah. And they'll be sharing extra links I don't know about. Oh, share all your leaked demos, actually. Oh, I've got yeah. time for share, that. Share yeah. the demos. Come on, guys. Build the community. And then that'll be pretty much it. But of course, Jem didn't materialise because... Oh, of course. Oh, my Karen, I forgot that. So the reunion ended up not happening with Jem because Jerry fell pregnant. She had just recently got married and they were actively, I believe, trying to a child. She was looking forward to being a mother again. And, you know, she became pregnant with Monty. So yeah. I don't know whether that would have been the only reason, but yeah, that's what Mel B says in her autobiography yeah. that that is the reason he didn't. Whether we'll that's explain true. why it's been on hold until now. Yeah, yes. because as we know, the Space Girls love performing pregnant. Mm. You know, it's never stopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Jerry's true. never done it. Jerry's never done it. So maybe yeah. Victoria wonder how much hard work it would be. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if Bluebell really resents that in Monty. Then she was like, "This was my chance to do the social media drama," <laughs> <laughs> and now she's happy because obviously I believe she's in charge of all of their channels. Yeah. yeah. Do we do we think hypothetically that Jem might reemerge post tour this year? Do we think that could happen? Oh no, because they're gonna make so much money from touring. Well, technically they're still Gem, aren't they? They're just Gem Double M. <laughs> that would be a better name, Gem Double M. Gem Double M. Spice That's so nineties. <laughs> I think it's unlikely, but as I've said before, I wouldn't be surprised if they 
do bits together, bits apart. You know, the way that Melcy and Emma did. Yep. I know him so well. Because mm-hmm. they know each other so well. Because they do indeed. As Emma says, I think it is in the Beaver Forever doc, she says, nobody is going to know me as well as these girls do. And that's a little bit scary, but it's okay. Oh. Yeah. Scary, but okay. Scary, but okay. Scary, but sporty and ginger and posh as well. Exactly. Well, that's the last of our mopping up episode. I'm sorry if we've missed anything that was. I'm really sure wanted we to have, hear us. and that you will tell us. We are not fraction perfect, you know. <laughs> um, but that's what makes your you guys' contribution so valuable to yeah. us because we're constantly learning new things from you guys as well as us telling you some stuff. And if there is something really major that we've missed out on, and you want to let us know, um, get to us at Pod of the Pops on all social media channels, and maybe we'll do a clear up episode. Where I apologise, I apologise <laughs> for all of the errors, and share them out. As you know, we record these in batch, so the things that we hear about you in between, we can only react yes. online. But guys, thank you so much for all your sharing and comments. Yeah. And we totally appreciate it. We, yeah, really we love you guys and sponsors. If you're <laughs> <laughs> Series two is not imminent because Aaron hasn't got time to do all that work. No. Oh, also if. You have any ideas for what you'd like us to cover in series two? We have some ideas of our own. Yeah. But... Hashtag poor Michelle. Give it away. <laughs> no, out. we're not sure. I'll cut that out. Thank you so so much. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. I do need to fart. This is a song for her, you know you light it up, cause you know who you are, stand up, stand up, she's got that boom boom pop, that's something they can stop, she's got that oh oh oh, song for her. I just had a very long time, let's go. You <laughs> know that one works for painting. Oh, cut it out. Uh, Listen, I would love to see you try and make seven fucking... Taylor jackets a day. Excuse me. In a one-hour photo shoot the other day, I managed to crop two fucking costumes. Don't talk to me about tailoring, Lauren. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. I had a really hard day, guys. I had my nails done. They had a nice part. blue. Oh my god, you should have seen her trying to distract a two-year-old. Ooh! <laughs> she looked like one of those inflatable things you get outside car. <laughs> this is a song Nailed it.